You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1,221, and it's our 1,535th interview here on octalkradio.net. In a time of massive change, a woman's role is more important now than ever. The Women's Journey Foundation helps to strengthen self-reliance in women of all ages so they realize their potential, power, and purpose. Patty Terrell, who is the founder, joins us to share how they're celebrating the journey of every female trailblazer. Patty, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Thank you, Rick. I'm happy to be here. Let, let's start simply by telling me a little bit about the foundation. What's unique about the work you're doing in the community? We produce heart-centered, thought-provoking events that engage, empower, and educate women and girls of all ages. So it makes us different because our um, most of our events are very, very interactive. Uh, we're talking about topics that usually women don't hear about, especially about women in history. Like... Can you give me an example? Uh, well, we do a, an event every year called Making Her Story. And what we're doing, if we're doing is bringing in... <laughs> I just in, got that. Yeah, right? <laughs> I <know. laughs> I'm a little slow here at Critical Mass Radio Show Podcast. Sorry about that, but I did get it. Right? Okay, thank you. But we bring in women actors per, to portray the women that have been um, forgotten, not written in history. You probably know this, that less than 3% of educational materials here in the U.S. include women. You know, I heard that stat a little earlier today. Right. Right, and then in world history, women represent. I was represent, shocked by it. I know, and it, what's even more shocking is that women rest, represent less than five percent. I'm sorry, less than half a percent of history worldwide. Less than one half or one percent. Isn't that wow. crazy? Yeah, it is crazy. So young girls and men are growing up not knowing who these women were, the trailblazers, the people who paved the way. Uh huh. So how do you find out about them? I do a lot of research, right? and also women um, through the years they've been sending me stories of different women who've done different things. So we try to incorporate them in our program, like um, Margaret Sanger. Um, Eleanor Roosevelt is one that's pretty, pretty well known, but she's right. done things that people don't realize that she did. She was so instrumental in the in the whole um, Roosevelt era. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So she was a strong partner to Franklin? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Just didn't maybe get the credit for some of the things that she was... As that seems to be the problem, is that uh -huh. women didn't get a lot of the credit. So what's the outcome of, of these events? What, what are you finding in the women and children, well, late, young girl, ladies who come? The, the girls are involved in it, too. So the actors get something out of it, but the audience, they learn about who these women were, what they did, how they did it, and why. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the suffrage movement, a lot of women were risking their lives, their reputations, for what? The vote. Right, and they didn't think they'd even see that in their own lifetime, but yet they continue, they continue to persist. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it, I think I have this piece of history correct. It, it kind of didn't even dawn on me till I took a family vacation to Washington D.C. to realize that the Emancipation Proclamation happened before the suffrage movement. Yes. Right. I know. You know, you don't yeah. even. I mean. I know it's, it, and a lot of people don't know that. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's. I mean. It, it's, I think it speaks volumes if you just sit and think about that for a second yeah. and put that in context. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're talking with yeah. Patty Terrell. She's the founder of the Women's Journey Foundation. So as the founder, what was it that you saw that said, I need a... I need to solve a problem here. There's a need, in the, and I can address it. There is a real need. You might be aware of this as well, that uh, the uh, suicide rate is growing in young girls. 
the suicide what? between the ages of 10 and 14 years old. That so, I did not know. And that's from low self-esteem. So we feel when you build confidence in women and girls, they'll make better choices, better life decisions. They'll have the confidence to do the things that they know they can do, or that they'll have the confidence to do the things that they didn't think they could do. Hmm. And they'll discover uh, their own talents and strengths that they weren't aware of before. What, uh, you're not a doctor. You're not playing one here on Critical Mass Radio and Show no. Podcast. But in your work with these young ladies, do, is there a sense for why they have a lower self-esteem? Is there something? Uh, it, I think a lot of it is attributed to social media these days. Now, I don't know for a fact. Okay, we're just talking. Right, right. Experience. Yes. But uh, we found, and in most of the statistics out there, it'll show that over 70% of the girls have low self-esteem. And you think... Social media is magnifying. I that. think so. I yeah. think so. And this 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 is attributed to body image, popularity, you know, popularity, uh, socioeconomics, right. you know, a lot of stuff right. is attributed. Yeah. So if we believe everything we see that everybody else posts on Facebook and other social media about their life, we should probably think again. Right. Right. These right. are just the, the you can't take it back. The highest moments in your vignettes, though, that people post, and like their whole life isn't that moment in time, but that moment in time makes it look like it rocks the world. Right. right. Yeah. Right, life's mm -hmm. challenging for all of us. It is, but especially for young girls, it's, right. it's a tough, tough, right. tough way. So, um, what what do you see the organization uh, moving now? How long have you been in? We've been doing this for eighteen years. What? <laughs> we're grassroots, right? Yeah, overnight but, success. And, huh? Yeah, well, actually, you know, we're a hundred percent volunteer operated. Okay. So we rely on volunteers pretty much to do everything that we do. And we find that women gravitate towards what we're doing because they, they see the benefit. Mm -hmm. They see the, that women are growing more confident when they attend our events. Women are commu they're communicating with each other more. Um, they're learning from one another. We encourage women to share their personal stories as well, their life experiences, their wisdom. Mm -hmm. and, and are you finding that, I mean, there are terms that are now been accepted and understood, like Me Too, and others, are, are, what what impact, if any, is that having on your organization? We find that p women are opening up a lot more now than ever before because of the Me Too movement. They're able they're able to speak freely about what their experiences have been. Mm -hmm. Do you find that there are also positive stories that women can tell about their past that is inspiring as well? There's definitely not that. always the challenge and the resistance, right? But yeah, and we encourage women to share those stories, too, because I think that motivates young girls and that helps them understand that they, too, can achieve that. Right. Yeah, and we, we bring in role models to talk to our younger girls, you know, astronauts, women firefighters, uh, police officers, women that serve in the military, uh, doctors, um, teachers. So we want the girls to understand that no matter what they're facing right now, that they, too, can overcome it. Yeah, it is. My experience is, because I believe in peer learning, and mm -hmm. I think it's very powerful for someone to see somebody else who's like them, who's mm -hmm. achieved something that they either didn't think was possible for them, or they weren't even aware it was an opportunity. You know, right. they're, they're just ignorant about it, right? right. And they right. didn't even know, well, you mean I could become a pilot? Right. And then that may push them off in a whole career. Exactly. So over yeah. the 15 years? 18 years. 18 years, okay. Yeah. yeah. You look so young. I don't know. <laughs> you. Over the, you're welcome. Over the 18 years, you must have seen young girls who have gone on and partly because of your foundation maybe made an impact. Yes. Yeah. In fact, um, our, we have a, um, a conference every year uh, in October. It's coming up on October 12th in Irvine. Okay. And, uh, For those of you in Orange County, write that yeah, down. Yeah. And all girls are free. They, are, they have a full day of, of role models, again, will come and speak to them. We have activities that help them learn about who they are, their strengths and talents. 
And then uh, we also provide lunch. Usually Mother's Markets provides a really nutritional lunch. <laughs> we talk about being mindful of the food you're putting in your body. Uh-huh. Um, we also talk about cyberbullying and how we can overcome that. Um, we help them. We give them tools to help them overcome their insecurities. And how do they find out about that? Uh, you can go to womensjourneyfoundation.org. Okay. We're going to ask for that again, but women's okay. journey, that's a, that's a mouthful. When, women's women's, women's journeyfoundation.org, journey yes. Yeah, all like that, just all those letters, yes. no punctuation, apostrophes or any of that stuff. No. Just all the letters, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Just Google search it. Yes. And it'll, it'll come up. <laughs> right. So when you started this 18 years ago, did you imagine... It would be around this long? I mean, what, what, what was the... Well, you know, it started off with a very small event, women uh, coming together in circles to talk to one another. Okay. Just to share stories yeah. and wisdom. Peer learning. I love right, it. Right, right. And then that started to grow and grow, and we were pretty impressed with what it was what it was doing for women. And we thought, we need to create a program for girls. And then when we did the research, we found out about the 70% uh-huh. having low self-esteem. We thought, we could do something with this. So did we, you have a day job when you started doing yes. this? Yes. It's a full-time job at corporate. Wow. Yeah. So how long were you able to live, maintain the both before you, I assume you had to make a choice. And I take, had to make a choice, and I chose this. Right, of course. You know, and it's, and you know, running a nonprofit is like running a business, and it has its challenges. And when you're 100% volunteer-operated, it's even more challenging. But, you know, I, I have so much gratitude for the women and, and the men who've helped us through the years. Um, they do, got us our start. And do men attend your event? They do come. They volunteer. Yeah. Okay. Now, typically for the girls' event, because we have um, probably about 30 to 40% of them are from foster care wow. or from other um, low-income areas or from uh, different nonprofits. So we try to limit the number of men because we don't know what the background is for the oh, girls. Sure. Some you want them to be in a safe space, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But the men come to the women's events. We, they love them. We've had celebrities come to our events in the past, like Lindsay Wagner, uh, Meredith Baxter, Marianne Williamson, who's running for president now. And Get out of town. I know. <laughs> and uh, we've had uh, Ruth Pointer from the Pointer Sisters. Right. Um, yeah, and they all share their, their wisdom and, the, and their uh, life experience. It's been fantastic. Is there a Q&A then that is, goes on with that? Yeah, yeah. And I would think that would be a rich time for people to ask. Sometimes Definitely. people learn less, best the questions that they need answered, and yeah. by asking it, they can connect to it. Yeah, I, there's a great story with, uh, you know, Carney Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, she came to one of our conferences to talk to the girls, and she's had some weight challenges all these years, and she talked about what her own personal challenges have been with her body image, and she connected with the girls, and the girls connected with her. They got it. So it was a really it's great moment. important to be vulnerable and real. Uh-huh. I think that's what we appreciated here at the Women's Journey Foundation is because when women come and, and are on stage, they share that level of vulnerability. Right. And yeah. then even though they've achieved great things, the girls can realize that there's maybe even still some insecurity th- yes. that they carry with them, right? Right. I mean, because getting over insecurity can be a lifelong problem it, yeah, for people. Yeah. Because there are triggers that can push it back. And unless it's addressed, they carry that into their womanhood, then it's even harder to overcome. Right. Yeah, because then you're in a relationship and then maybe with kids and things get hectic and life gets tough. And insecurity can be a lifelong challenge for both men and women. Yes. But I can see the the role. You know, I like I wrote a book on unintended consequences. You might have heard of that. I heard about it. And um, so I like to ask... Was there ever a strategic decision, Patty, that you made that there was an unintended consequence? Kind of. T- <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Good. Would you share it with my audience? I would be happy please? to. Thank you. <laughs> well, we do have a board of directors, and so you know, I am. Um, I come from an HR background, mm. and I always pride myself in you know knowing how to read people. And I've made that mistake in the past, just because I needed some people on the board that had specific skill sets. Right. 
um, but they just didn't have the personality fit. So there was some challenges there and it's sometimes it, it can hurt you know on a human level it can hurt right when it doesn't work out and people leave and they're angry and they're missed they feel misunderstood you know so it's that was yeah. a tough one so i i probably lost four board members all at once and oh. so i had to you know recruit some more and how many are over. on your board now uh we have about uh let's see 11 on the board right now okay so yeah. that's a good size board. we're looking for more be- board members though. okay well let's put that <laughs> ask out there right yeah is it a reasonable commitment that they're asking it is made? it okay. is and it is a commitment you know we, we're a working board but we get a lot accomplished right mm-hmm. well I, I i think um that's why i do at least once a month feature nonprofits, mm-hmm. um because Sometimes the hardest thing is to get awareness that your organization exists. And yeah. if we can try to help with the show, sometimes people hear it and they go, well, you know, I'm motivated by that cause mm-hmm. and I'd like to get involved. Right. So my hope right. is by being having you on the show, Patty, something good will come that from, would be the, amazing. from the live stream or the podcast later. Can you share with our audience where you go to kind of get outside perspectives and insights on the challenges that you're facing leading your organization? Yeah, I, I rely on other women to teach me things that I don't know. Um, I'll call upon my mentors. I have a mentor who was the founder and president of uh, Human Options, uh, Vivian Kleeklack. She's been on the show? She has been on the show. She's amazing. She's just she's always been there to support me, and she's actually on her board. Okay. And then um, another gal is uh, Pat Burns, who's the founder of the Orange County Children's Book Festival. I'm not familiar with Pat. You might want to talk to Pat. Okay. She's great. She's dynamic. And she was our MC for about three or four years in the beginning. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. For the women's festival? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, maybe you'll introduce me to Pat. I would love to introduce maybe, you to Pat. Maybe we'll have her yeah. on a future episode of Critical <laughs> Mass for Business. So you're the steward of your organization's culture, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. I think the leader, the executive director, CEO, call him what you will, the top executive. What is your philosophy for how you that you're using to build the culture within your organization? Well, because we are sort of, I would consider us a nurturing kind of organization. So for me personally, I practice peace, patience, and kindness every day. I want to be the example of what I want my board to represent. And we want women to feel um, welcomed and comfortable and supported when they come to our events. Okay, I love that. So let me ask you, how did you, when you said peace, patience, and kindness, it felt like something that you have been working on for a while. For a long time. Yeah, my husband's a minister. Okay. And that's, that's part of what we do in our, in our culture at the church. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I wanted to make sure that was part of the Women's Journey Foundation culture as well. And it works. And I think that's why the volunteers come back year after year to help. Mm-hmm. You know, and they practice that as well. And you have to practice that, right? Because it, life doesn't always bring out a peaceful outlook. Give you're you going to be challenged. You're going to be you challenged, kind, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, you just have to take a step back and not react. You know, easier said than done, Patty. Right? Right? I know. <laughs> I know. But it does. You know. But once you can um, get in the habit of it, it does become easier. Because um, in the peer groups that I lead, two things. One, we've studied emotional intelligence, and a part of emotional intelligence is not only being good in the environment, but understanding your triggers and learning how to cope with things that right. cause you, the monkey brain, the animal part of you, to react before the yes. intelligent the human yes. part of you says, no, 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 let's just let that blood go back down, yeah. and, you know, yeah. back down where it belongs. And then uh, Marshall Goldsmith, who's wrote the foreword for my book, he wrote a book called Triggers. And mm-hmm. it was all about how to identify 
those triggers and then how to create space between the launching event and the response. Yes. And how to control yourself in those moments because that, oh, yeah. that's the hard part. You have to look at why am I feeling this way? Why am I reacting this way? Right. You know, before and, you react. Yes. Right. You know, and again, coming from an HR background, I had to be very patient. <laughs> right. And take a step back. How big was the organization? Uh, I worked for Tricon and for PepsiCo. Okay, so those are big Pretty names. Pretty big ones, yeah. 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 I um, uh, when I ran the manufacturing company Delphi Connection Systems, 700 employees. Um, I had just finished a book by from Jack Welch, and he said the the right way to structure the executive suite is the you know, CEO is in the middle, and on the right or left is the CFO, mm-hmm. and on the left or right, on the other side, is the executive that's responsible for HR. Kind of those are the two assets of the company, right. and you need to kind of harmonize them. And, Definitely. And, and, and many large organizations, they're not in harmony. No, they're not. The, the, the no, finance not. side looks at the people side to balance the business issues that yes, they might have. exactly. Right? <laughs> Which has created the current, I think, what we see a lot of times in the corporate world where there's not a lot of loyalty in right. the corporate world anymore. Right. Which is a great time for small companies to hire people because they can make a difference in yes. your company. Yes. All right. So I'm going to have you back, Patty, in a couple of years. What's going to be different for your organization in three years or something? I would like to see um, more women rise to their potential. But I'd like to, at, well, my personal goal is to make sure that the Women's Journey Foundation becomes a household name. Okay. You know, I want it to be something that's really well known. I want to go nationwide. Nationwide? Mm-hmm. With our, we have a, a mobile self-esteem program, too. We go into low-income areas and work with kids that are really struggling. Uh-huh. I'd like to see that happen nationwide. Do, uh, are you finding more issues around self-esteem in lower-income communities yes. than others? Okay. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Either both parents are working or there's a single parent. Right. Or sometimes there's not a parent at all. Oh, boy. Okay. And if someone would like to find out about your foundation, how do they find you online, Patty Terrell? We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, but also at our website, womensjourneyfoundation.org. Well, I want to... I met you at a women's organization. Yes, you uh, did. It was wonderful at the yes. breakfast meeting, um, and, and I just wanted to have you on the program to share your mission and vision. Thank you for being a friend of our program. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's a I pleasure. appreciate it. Thank Thanks. you. I'd also like to thank our engineer, none other than Paul Roberts, and our three producers without whom we could not do this show each week. They are Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and our newest producer who's here in the studio, Nicole Terry. If you'd like to connect with me, let's start on LinkedIn. I'm Richard Franzi, spelled F-R-A-N-Z-I. And until the next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 